The opinions expressed on the Custody Queen Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice. Hi, I'm Kristen Holstrom. And I'm Sam McBride, and we are the Custody Queens. We have a new show that we couldn't be more excited about. If you're going through a custody battle, fighting for your parental rights, or going through a horrible divorce, nothing is off limits on our new show. Thought it was love, had kids in between, you can count on us, we're the custody queens, yeah, you can count on us, we're the custody queens. Happy Saturday, Go Country 105, and to all of our CQ family, we have a super exciting show today called No More Drama. We are the Custody Queens. I am Kristen Holstrom. And I'm Sam McBride. And today is all about avoiding drama when it comes to the kids going back and forth between the households. So we have a very special guest today and we are so excited to have her here. Thank you, her name is Bliss Landon. Thank you for for coming to our show today and for being here with us and, and with the Go Country family. Thank you for having me. And we are so excited to kind of jump in what Bliss does and talk about and share her great service. We're gonna get into that in just a little bit. Before we do, we are gonna jump into the CQ book. This is a book of a ton of questions. Kristen and I are going to switch back and forth between reading them and having each other answer them, kind of an icebreaker, put us all on the spot and let us get to know each other a little more. Yeah, and we get to put Bliss on the spot too. So Kristen, I'm gonna let you grab a question for Bliss and we're gonna get started. All right, Bliss, are you ready for this? I'm ready. All right, I am gonna go to Question 1,755. <laughs> Bliss, if you were musically inclined, whom would you want to have a private jam session with? Oh, wow. Well, I think I would have to say Keith Urban. OMG, I love Keith Urban. I can't wait for concerts to be back. But if I could have a private jam sesh, it would definitely be with Kane Brown, my all-time fave country singer. What about you, Sam? I think I'm gonna go Gwen Stefani. Yeah? I, I lo love Gwen. I love Gwen too. I love watching. Even old school Gwen. Oh yeah, she, you know she used to live in Fullerton. That's She's where she awesome. was raised. No Doubt Days. Oh gosh, I was in high school during the No Doubt Days. I love that. Yeah, that was some fun stuff. There's a lot of people I'd love to have a jam sesh with, like Sublime back in the day, remember? Oh yeah. Or Spice Girls. Ooh. Or Britney Spears, our favorite. <laughs> I love oh, Britney. Britney. Yeah, hashtag free Britney movement. All right, Sam, uh, I am now going to pin you down to a break the ice question from our CQ book. <sighs> Let's see here. Question 1,685, <laughs> what do you believe is the deadliest sin? Ooh, that's deep. The deadliest sin. I don't know, I, I think I'm gonna go with being dishonest. You know what's funny, I had two in my head and one was a liar and two was murder. Yeah, yeah, okay, well, you, know, you kind of trumped me there. Uh, mur murder might win. Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, can I rephrase my answer? <laughs> do, yeah, do not kill other people. That that would be it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the value of human life is definitely more than a lie. But I, I agree with you that a liar is absolutely a sin that I'm just, I don't allow liars into my life. Yeah, it, it's it's not a good it's not a good thing in general to go around being dishonest. And honestly, I don't have the memory of an elephant. 
Uh, I wish I did, but you have to remember a lot more when you're lying. So um, I think honesty is the best policy. Yeah, so in summary, don't lie and don't take another human life. Give me that book. <laughs> Get a good question for Kristen over here. I think she just made yeah, that one up. I did not. It was 1,685. <laughs> Oh, look, I, listen, I could answer this one for Kristen. Question 188. Kristen, in an argument, do you have the last word? Yes. However, I am working very aggressively on being okay with not having the last word. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, more often than not, yes. However, I, that is something I am really working on is listening more than speaking and making it okay not to have the last word. Yeah, I mean, in Kristen's defense, I'm probably the worst person to argue with. Across the board, my friends and family are like, I just cannot stand fighting with you. I think Kristen can vouch for that. Um, but yeah, Kristen gets the last word in a lot. <laughs> See, no comment from me. <laughs> Progress. <laughs> So maybe your marriage didn't go as planned, or maybe you didn't pick the best partner to have a child with. Or could it just be baby mama drama? Well, no matter what the situation is, we can help. We are the Custody Queens, and you can call us at 1-800-419-7772. That's 1-800-419-7772. All right, um, that was fun. So Bliss, do you want to hear a story? I would love to. <laughs> so Kristen and I are going to jump into our Divorce Wars segment where we hear a story, a gruesome tale, um, a fictional fact pattern of family law cases. Kristen and I analyze this fact pattern or these fact patterns and we just kind of talk about how it relates to family law. And it's a lot of fun. All right. Let's hear that story. This is Divorce Wars. My parents' divorce was finalized September of 2014, but the separation of assets is still opened. The short of it is that my dad had always been really jealous. About two years ago, my dad got it in his head that my mom was cheating with a baker slash police officer in our hometown in Mexico. He hired two guys to watch her 24-7. They confirmed that she was cheating and said they had a video. Well, $8,000 and my dad's sanity later, there's no video and my dad is mentally ill. He hired someone else to kill this baker slash police officer. Thankfully, they too just took his money and did not kill him. He started going to brothels and sexually harassing women. He said he would leave my mom on the streets and has attempted to pay off judges. My dad was always a good hardworking man and now he is someone I don't know. Some say it's a midlife crisis, but the guy is 65 years old, and I feel like if it was a crisis, it should have happened years ago. Wow, that's a, that's a lot of stuff there. Um, yeah, it, it, my gut instinct uh, there is that there is definitely some mental illness going on with dad. I am not a medical expert, but that does not sound like a midlife crisis. Uh, usually people going through a midlife crisis have a career change, uh, buy a new red Corvette, you know, travel, but they generally don't uh, hire hitmen and and do really random, very scary things. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And um, kind of at the beginning of the fact pattern, it got brought up, and I, I think it's a good point to talk about that part of the divorce was finalized, but the other part of the divorce, the assets and debts were still 
on the table years later. And I want everyone to kind of know when you when you go through a divorce, there's a lot of issues that are brought up, child custody, support, asset division, etc. And you can come to a judgment on certain issues, uh, a partial judgment, and then have other issues still open. So it's something to think about when you have kind of a, a huge case in front of you, what can you settle, what can you resolve, and sort of help limit the issues for litigation. In this case, it sounds like when they were saying the divorce was finalized, what they mean is that there was a divorce on marital status. We call that bifurcating your marital status, which means after you have started the divorce process and you've met the statutory period, you can be divorced and restored to the status of a single individual while you're waiting for everything else to finalize or litigate it or settle it out. Which means you can go get remarried. Woohoo! <laughs> and hopefully stay married because we love love, Kristen and I. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Uh, we always hope that the people in these stories live happily ever after divorced. Um, but you know, that's not always the case. Another issue that I just want to spot in that fact pattern, and often these stories that, that we get provided with deal with the component of domestic violence. Clearly, if you know notice bodyguards or random third parties following you, stalking you, trailing your car, you find a GPS in your car, you notice weird things going on with your phone tracking, all of that is likely grounds for a restraining order. Uh, so I always pursue anyone uh, to, to make that phone call and call a competent attorney to find out what your options are for protection because it is not normal to have two armed guards following you. You should also probably call the police. Yeah, you should definitely call the police. And on the flip side, Hiring two armed guards to follow your ex will absolutely result in a restraining order against you, which has a very heavy consequence in the family law case specifically related to custody. There's a presumption in family law that if the court makes a finding of domestic violence, that that person should not have custody of the child or children. So, so what that means is if a restraining order is issued against you in family law, there is a presumption that could be overcome and often is, but there is a presumption that it is detrimental for you to have sole or joint custody of your children. That is heavy and people don't realize that. A lot of times they think, fine, issue a restraining order against me, I don't care. And they don't think through the very serious consequences that that could have for your ability to parent your children, at least short term, if not for years and years thereafter. Yeah, and for this man right there, I, I think a restraining order might be the least uh, consequential effect that he's gonna get in that case. I'm guessing he's ultimately either gonna end up on a 5150 hold or he's gonna be locked up in a jail cell. Yeah, I agree. So, all right, uh, that was a great story. Yeah, so let's talk to Bliss a little bit. Tell us about yourself, Bliss. Hi. Uh, well, I'm here to talk about school device coverage. Um, we are ensuring school issued devices to kids, K through 12, colleges, private schools, charter schools. Um, the at-home learning model is happening right now. It's been happening for the past year with COVID, uh, more so than ever. And uh, schools are, are providing learning devices for their kids um, to continue learning at home uh, until they go back to school. The devices will still have insurance when they go back to school as well, uh, but it's more popular now because they're at home and the, the school doesn't have as much control over the device. So when you say device, can you tell our listeners exactly what you're referring so to? So a device would be um, a laptop, Chromebook, um, iPad, notepad, 
uh, any type of learning device that the kids have been issued to continue their studies at home. And this is an extremely hot topic for Kristen and I and for family law attorneys in general because we are navigating through the educational needs of children and also through these family law issues. So it's not infrequent that Kristen and I see in our practice these fact patterns come up where parents are fighting over um, costs associated with breaking you know, necessary equipment or fighting over who is currently holding on to a school-issued device. Yeah, and it may not even be fighting. It also may be just related to that you know, that the device was left at someone's house or the device was accidentally broken because it was left in dad's car and then there's conflict that's created. Bliss, is there anything else you wanna add about what we just talked about on that issue? Yeah, well, that brings up a good point is that the device is traveling between households, right? So the kid is putting the backpack into, or the, the device into their backpack, taking it to each household, throwing it in the corner, you know, twice as much as maybe it would be if it weren't just staying in one place at one time. Um, so the risk is, is a little higher with what's happening right now with COVID with the at-home learning. And then you add another you know, variable to it with you know, going between households. That device is getting travel time a lot. And it, it's more exposure, more chances for it to get broken. That's a really good point. That's really important to note because many custody and visitation schedules require a lot of back and forth, generally alternating every few days. Right, right. And and the, it brings up another good point about the insurance. Um, the insurance that we offer for Chromebooks, which is the typical device that's used across the country for school-aged kids, um, it runs anywhere from 225 to 325 a device. And to insure it, it's about $20 for the year. Oh my goodness. So that's, that's a big savings. It also, it, it may, you know, provide a way to not have to go to your ex and say, we need to split the the, you know, if, if your kid drops it and breaks it completely, it's $300, you don't have to go to your ex and say, I need you to split the cost of this device with me. You know, you may just be apt to just pay the 20 bucks. It helps then, eliminate acrimony. Exactly. And and then the, the device is covered and it's one less thing you have to address your ex about and, and worry about. And then that device is covered. So, you know, if it gets broken at your house, gets broken at his house, you know, or vice versa, it's covered. Yeah. And it, it actually brings up kind of a good point. Kristen, what do you think about including um, or considering including in family law orders that parents hold insurance over you know, school books or, or devices. Yeah, I, I just had an aha moment as uh, Bliss was speaking exactly on that line is that we could either, you know, it, obviously depending on the client and the case, but we could craft out some sort of provision in uh, stipulation and orders or custody agreements that include that either both parties are responsible for the, you know, the care and the replacement of the devices and or providing insurance and splitting the cost. Exactly. And, you know, family law is ever evolving and in custody and child support orders now, we often see orders for insurance, holding out insurance in general. Uh, and that's normally medical insurance, dental insurance, things like that. But now we're starting to see a push towards the need for other things, yeah. especially in a digital world. So that's actually very interesting. Yeah, and in my opinion, and I, again, am no expert, but based on the teachers that I've spoken with um, and other professionals, is the hybrid model will likely continue in some capacity. I don't know that it will be indefinitely, but I do believe that it will continue well into the next year 
if not indefinitely on some level or as an option. So I think that this is a good service that is going to exceed well beyond the pandemic. Absolutely. And it was it was already uh, starting to get popular insurance for the learning devices because all the schools are turning to learning devices. Mm -hmm. And so even before the pandemic, insurance was a hot topic uh, to cover all these devices that the school was buying. I mean, the the outlay of, of money that they're putting towards the devi these devices are really expensive. And a lot of the devices come with warranties, but the warranties don't cover loss, theft, uh, water damage. They don't cover those things. They don't cover the things that we need. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so I have a personal question that's great. I mean, I have a daughter that um, accidentally dropped her iPad in the bath. So uh -huh. if that was a school registered device mm -hmm. and I had purchased, um, the insurance from you and your company, yes. would that be covered under that policy? Yes. Oh man, I'm getting it today. <laughs> I am a huge believer in insurance and I am the girl that has Her car. insurance has insurance. Yeah, it okay. does. My car, auto, umbrella, but oh, I love this bliss. Um, can yeah. you tell our listeners exactly how they can sign up or get a policy? Well, we, we really try to go through the district because we're trying to get the larger volume of students for any one location. Um, that helps us drive the price down for the premium to the parents. So the main thing is talk to your school about implementing a one-to-one, -one, you know, uh, if they have a one-to-one -one program to implement insurance for the one-to-one -one program or the at-home learning, whatever they're calling it, you know, it keeps changing a little bit. Right. Um, and to get in touch with us on schooldevicecoverage.com and we will set their school up. We'll provide a way for either the district to pay for the insurance or the parents themselves to pay for the insurance. Yeah, I absolutely love that. And I will be signing up that your your uh, insurance actually sounds better than what I have through, I think it's Apple Care. Or oh yeah, <laughs> no, all the other products out there, they're very expensive. There's a lot of holes in the coverage that they provide. And we are a full comprehensive insurance product to cover everything. That's great. I would love to actually add that to, you know, when we're speaking to clients and prospective clients about you know, that may have an issue where uh, virtual learning is happening or one-to-one -one or at home school. But yeah, Sam, I think that's something that we should consider adding. It is, and it helps with kind of the overall theme that Kristen and I are, we're trying to, we're problem solvers in our practice, but we want to help relieve stress. Family law is, is stressful as it is for anyone that has experienced either being a child of divorce or going through a divorce, you know that it is one of the most incredibly uh, difficult, stressful, emotionally draining times in your life. And so kind of the episode, No More Drama, and we're so happy to have Bless here, is to kind of talk about the essence of that. What can you do to help stop the drama? One of those things is be preventative, as, as Kristen's kind of bringing up, placing and talking to clients, placing these provisions in orders which help to mitigate drama. Kristen, do you have any other examples of orders that you and I craft you know, kind of on a regular basis that help to limit drama. Yeah, I think that is something that you and I are actually very good at is thinking past the, you know, the exact time frame that we are in when we're making the order. Um, an example of that is holiday orders, you know? So when you are your attorney, or if you're unrepresented, you are proposing or crafting a holiday order and you don't, you know, think that there's all of these school holidays on Mondays, especially during February when you have President's Day and Martin Luther King Day and you have all those. If you have an order that does not include what happens when the school is out of session or uh, there is a holiday, then 
you may be at a loss for having a full day on Monday instead of returning the kids to school. Or you have an issue where you're supposed to return the kids to school. Well, when is that? Is that Tuesday morning? Is that Monday night? Is it Sunday night? And guess what? Now there's conflict. The more specific your court order, generally, um, not always, but generally, the better. You want to come up with as many specific orders as you can so that if you can't agree down the line, you have something to fall back on so you don't have to go into court, file a motion, spend money on attorney's fees, otherwise stress yourself out. Courts are really limited in having the capacity, even without COVID, to hear your case immediately. It, it takes quite a, a bit of time to get in there and have a judge make a decision. So the holiday point that Kristen brought up is such a good one because a lot of times you will have parents say, we'll just mutually agree on holidays. And that just sounds really like a nice fluffy statement. We get along and we will get along. Well, what happens when you don't? You have to call an attorney, hire an attorney, file a motion, go to court, have the court create an order for you. So it's far better to be preventative to help prevent all that drama. Get it reduced to writing. And then if you have an agreement that you, you know, slightly deviate from because you're being flexible, great. You should be flexible. But you always have that agreement to fall back on. And one thing that we specialize in at the Custody Queens is we see things that most attorneys don't see, especially when it comes to custody cases. And one thing that we implemented right away when the pandemic hit, when the courts were closed and we were all in this place of uncertainty, is when the courts started opening back up and hearings were virtually or remote or in person, depending on the courthouse or the, you know the specific case, is that we started adding provisions regarding the pandemic and COVID into agreements. So in the event there was another shutdown, that that was already included in your agreement. So there was no question, is school on break? Is school out? Does visitation suspend because the pandemic? Those were all so many questions that we've all been dealing with over the last year. But in reality, they should be answered and they should be implemented into agreements. So there's no question if we go through this again four months from now. Right, and we can't always predict the future, but it's a great point because when the pandemic hit and everyone's at home, there's a you know school of thought that says, well, you know, the children are at home now, so we should be using you know the summer break schedule rather than the in-school schedule because they're physically at home, and you know we've kind of resolved that industry-wide. But the more detail you can place into the order, the more you can consider what could happen. In my opinion the better. Yeah, and after what I have seen happen this last year, um, I think that anything is possible in the future. So I like to plan ahead and we are belt and suspenders type attorneys and we have plans A, B, and C. Now, Bliss, I, I think you have a little bit of a personal component to this discussion yes. um, and devices and, and kind of personal experiences. Is there anything you want to add? Um, well, I like what you just said because I, I had that experience where it was better to have everything in writing and, and um, and if, if you can also include insurance in your order, why not? It's just one less thing to argue about, one less thing to you know try to work out down the road um, if things become not so amicable. <laughs> so yeah, we have enough to worry about. We don't need to worry about you know small issues that can otherwise become very unnecessarily stressful. Yeah, and we talk exactly. about life insurance. We talk about health insurance. Uh, this kind of seems like an easy addition at least from my end, uh, that I think that I would start addressing with my clients. And hey, for $20 a year, 
Is that per device? Yeah, per device. I mean, it depends on the device. It depends on if it's a touch screen or a non-touch screen. You know, there's a lot of devices out there. I was giving you a ballpark average. Of, of the average of what it, it typically costs. But it'd be um, fair to say it's a lot cheaper. A lot cheaper it, than, lot than cheaper. replacing the device. Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm not even going to admit how many devices I have replaced in <laughs> the last year. So I will be uh, lic- or I will be ensuring multiple devices following this conversation. Yeah, Kristen doesn't have very good uh, luck with devices and water. I can remember yeah. when I first was with the firm, I think that you like kind of fumbled and your phone just went into like a perfect glass of yeah. water, just yeah. per- like perfectly in. I have dropped it in uh, getting a pedicure straight into the bath bowl. Oh, no. I have dropped it in a coffee mug, um, water. Yeah, and, and you know, as much as I fight my daughter, she likes to, she's like me, you know, she loves her bath time and bubbles and the whole bit. And, and she likes to take her iPad and have her quote unquote alone time. And as much as I fight her from doing that because it's not a good idea, I will say we've only had one issue over the last four years, but we have lost an iPad straight to the bottom. And, you know, fighting and arguing with Apple was just a nightmare. And I don't even know what I, I get for paying that monthly payment. But I love I love your service. I love what you do. How can listeners reach you, find more about your company? Just go to schooldevicecoverage.com. Um, we have a great, you know, informative website. Um, we have a video on there that shows a lot of the different things that can happen to a device um, and, you know, spilling a bowl of cereal, you know, the dog got it, uh, it falls off the table. It's so great that the dog, like, the, I can see the you poor doing that. dog, you know, the dog ate my homework is now coming it's back. it's a real thing. The dog, <laughs> yeah, the dog ate the device. Um, a lot of parents, they'll, they'll run over the device with their car. Yeah, so I, I they, definitely They leave them on the bumper on the hood while they get in or they're doing something and they, they run over it. So all kinds of things can happen. So um, but just go to our website and, and give us an inquiry and we'll get you started. Okay, and that's statewide, yes? That's that's nationwide. Oh, nationwide. Yes. Okay, uh-huh. that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. we're in multiple states across the country and it just is growing. Wow gangbusters okay yeah. and just on a personal uh i guess question is is do you do any other insurance or is it just limited to this device we do we do um we do uh package insurance so anything that's shipped through ups fedex the post office uh, dhl e-commerce all of those carriers have insurance but it's very expensive and we uh, provide a discounted product for them so we try to go after high volume shippers who ship a lot of something and they deserve a volume discount, but they're not getting it from the carrier, so they still ship through them, but insure through us at a discount, and that's our UPIC product. Yeah, we've been doing that for 31 years. That is great. So Mm -hmm. all of our listeners, if you are interested in this insurance, please visit Bliss's website. It will be posted on our social media as well following the show, so that way if you forgot it, then you can check out our social media and it will be on there as well. We know divorce can be difficult and scary when it comes to the custody of your children. I'm Kristen Holstrup. And I'm Sam McBride. And we are the Custody Queens. We are family law attorneys here in Southern California and are committed to compassionate and aggressive representation. With custom case strategies, we can achieve the best outcome for your case. So call us and tell us how the Custody Queens can help you. Call us at 1-800-419-7772. That's 1-800-419-7772. Well, it looks like we are out of time for today. Again, um, I swear this show goes by way too quickly. uh, Or maybe I talk uh, too long. But thank you guys all for listening to us and our Go Country family. And thank you so much, Bliss, for coming here and sharing 
your story and your service with us. Our listeners, I am sure, are very, very interested after hearing our show. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. And thank you all for listening. Join us next Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Go Country 105. And make sure that you call us at 1-800-419-7772. That's 1-800-419-7772. And check out our social media for giveaways and updates on our websites for all information, including what we talked about today. And remember, let let love love rule. Thought it was love, had kids in between. You can count on us, we're the custody queens. Yeah, you can count on us, we're the custody queens. The opinions expressed on the Custody Queen Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal, professional, legal advice. The persons discussed are fictional and not based on actual clients.